Welcome to Whiskey Fent, where we believe every bottle of whiskey has a story to tell. Three guys, one bottle, endless bonding. Here are your hosts, Brian, Evan, and JJ. Welcome back to Whiskey Fit. As uh, JJ might tell you, this sucks. Because, because I thought it was a freaking cork. No, man. Uh, once again, if you, for those of you that hadn't figured out, Evan's the uh, cheap one, less sophisticated one. We are drinking Maker's Mark uh, 46, according to my friend Ryan over there. And I guess I'll let him speak about the details of it, but as I am pouring this out and letting them sniff it and do what they do, the reasoning behind... Do you want more? I don't... I, well, you didn't pull it away. I'm, all right. Like, he's, I, he's getting a lot over there. Good I don't Lord. know what that... Like, usually the person that's pouring pulls it away. That's what, I don't, in my experience. Well, apparently we're going to get real lit this, uh, yeah, well. this uh, episode. Anyway... The story behind this is, um, as I told the guys off air before we started, Maker's Mark, this is, seems to be a podcast of firsts, or at least the first few episodes of firsts, but anyway, Maker's Mark is the first drink, uh, specifically whiskey, that I can remember uh, not feeling like a cheap piece of shit. Um <laughs> It's so well worded. In yeah, words. <laughs> it's None so of us like else would say well, it that well, way, but you would. Well, adulted. There. I wouldn't say it that way. But yeah, so <laughs> you're no longer a frugal college student. Except, yeah, I was no longer. <laughs> a, yes, that's a great way. I was no longer a frugal <laughs> college student. But it was funny because I used to, and as I told you guys, I used to, um, and I still do to a certain extent. I would see these people, and I would see what they were drinking. Like my dad, I can remember growing up, I thought my dad was so adultish because he would, like Captain Morgan was his drink of his choice. And it's since changed since then. Like I, my brother, I can remember, made this transition. He no longer bought natural light and Keystone light. He, <laughs> he bought Coors light. And I was like, man, that guy's a freaking adult. Like he is, they have got their life so far together. And Maker's Mark was like, that was, <laughs> that was my, like, I'm no longer buying Kentucky Deluxe or Kentucky Dale. I go to the bar and I order Maker's Mark. And then now I look back, 10 years later or whatever, 12 years later. And I'm like, you were still a fucking child. Like you didn't have anything figured out. You oh, just had man. a, you just Dude, had a little bit bigger of a bank account. I'm 44 and I'm still a child. This is no, that, that, no, but yeah, it was a, I have other fond memories of it. Well, one of the jobs that I worked in Louisiana, we used to, and Ryan would salivate over this. I'm sure this place has to be out of business. I don't know. I'll see it. But I used to be able to go into a bar uh, in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and they would have those little, y'all have all seen them, the small souvenir um, plastic cups that you can kind of use for advertising or put something on them. You used to be able to go in, and I swear it was for like four or five bucks, and my dad could actually attest to this because he came out and did this with me a couple of times. You basically could just order Makers on the Rocks, and they would fill it to oh, the geez. to the brim with ice and Makers. You would have no mixers. You would get it all the way to the brim, and it was like four or five dollars. Well, I mean, again, yes, I was an adult, and I wasn't a cheap piece of shit, but it was nice to be able to go in and for 15 bucks not be able to walk out. <laughs> And have somebody else drive you home. Yeah. But anyway, that's what we're drinking. What do y'all's bougie and uh, what do you smell? What is it? Whatever you do. You haven't smelled yours yet? No, he, he talked the whole time. Oh, he talked time. the whole time? He talking. Could, like could, well, I thought maybe to. you could talk well, you and smell at the same time. I, I don't know that that actually works that I can't way. chew gum and walk. Right, come on. I've told you my saying for that, right? What was actually my dad's saying for that? He yeah. used to bet me all the time. So a small town that I grew up in, of course, we would just walk to and from friend ho- friend's house, especially when a 
streetlights came on, we'd be home. But he used to make fun of me. He'd say, I bet you can't walk home, chew gum, and pee at the same time. That used to be the day. And you tried it. All the time. Oh, yeah. Like every time he would tell me that, I would call him and say, Dad, I'm walking home. And he would say that. How many I times you, did you I pee on you your shoes? Wa- every time. I peed on my shoes every time. I actually, did you ever actually try to walk backwards? So when I walked backwards is when it all started changing. Of course. It took me a long time to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I had, to, I had to do that in Chicago one night. I had to, I had to middle of the street, 4 a.m. closing it's time. Every, yeah, it's every man's epiphany. Wait yeah. a second. If I walk backwards, yeah. I can pee while walking. I was, although I was trying to not really get as much attention from the police. I don't know if actually peeing while walking in the middle of downtown Chicago, at backwards or forwards, really would have gotten me anywhere this I needed to go. Sound safe? No, it wasn't. Period. It was not. In downtown it's Chicago. the windy city too. So yeah, no shit, right? Anyway, a couple so, things. Oh yeah. Well, first of all, yeah. What, what do y'all smell? So, then I'll talk about the whiskey a little bit. When you first poured it, all I could smell was ethanol. Yeah, <laughs> I could just smell alcohol, but it's eased up a little bit. A little caramely. Um, I always catch caramels though. I guess that's what my. I can smell. I can smell some caramel in there. I can catch a little bit of sweetness in there. Apple-y. Yeah. So I'm more apple-y. So that's where I get it, is my sweet. That's. I got no fruit, guys. It's like a like a bitter apple. Like not a, a fruity like guy a, over here. A dark a green red, apple. Dark red apple. Uh, see, I got green. A dark red. You see how fucking specific you're getting right now? Well, that's significantly different than like a green, green. smith is different. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm well different aware different that day. different apples Jeez, are different yeah. over here. I actually smell more of a, a granny smith green it was apple. like a pink lady mm. apple. I, I smell, smell ethanol oh, and why a little we, bit of caramel. Why are we talking about pink lady? I don't know. Well, pink lady apples are really good. So before he gets into the mash, a couple fun things about Maker's Mark. First off, uh, it was made by a gentleman, or it was founded by a gentleman, uh, the name Bill Samuel Seniors. Seniors? Seniors? Seniors, yeah. You're dealing with high school kids again? Multiple. Or college kids. But anyway, Bill Samuels Sr., he was a sixth-generation whiskey distiller in Kentucky, naturally, because it's a bourbon. Uh, But the fun fact that... I mean, if you go to their website, you can read this, but I like telling people because I think it's funny. He had a 170-year-old recipe that was six generations deep, and this dumb SOB burnt it. The copy of the recipe... On accident. He, he accidentally burnt it while right. burning his drapes. Right. Why um, would he, anyone <clears throat> burn their drapes? It's no, Kentucky. I, I Never mind. It was, it's Kentucky. It's, it was, like, it's Kentucky. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there's that side. There was a person in McKinney that burnt their Christmas tree in their fireplace... After Christmas and burnt their house down. So I mean, you know. yeah. If you've ever, if you're looking to burn things, don't burn Christmas trees, guys. Like it's gonna go up quick. Just well, don't. Just do it outside in a, in like a. Oh, I'm not even sure even that. that. That's a bad idea. Those it's things just, go big. They go so big, quick big. and so fast. And you live in Texas, and everything's already dead, right, especially in point. January, and it's I'm always like, windy. Now you got you got forest fires or your neighbor's house fire or just just. Well, I live on a golf course. Just they take got in the it. Of just, that just, Take it to the suburban fire station because every flex? fire station yeah. takes Christmas trees. You take it there and they get rid of it. What? Massive subtle flex right there. I, I, totally live, I live on a golf course. Oh, so I can throw that. I live on a golf course. So you just throw it in the golf course? Yeah. And they just I deal do. with it? That's what I do with dead you rats. Don't do it. Yeah, but not your Christmas tree. No, it's Christmas tree. No, we, Christmas I, like I can't do live Christmas trees. Aaron's better than that. You're not. But no, I, I'm country. I'm like, I'm hillbilly. God. <laughs> so this dude burns his drapes down. All right, and probably while his wife is yelling at him, he's probably <laughs> in his cowboy boots. Anyway, he uh, then has to kind of start coming up with a new uh, mash. I guess would be the right word, if I'm not mistaken. There, yeah, Mr. Or Ryan, recipe, a new recipe. And anyway, Same he thing, yeah. to instead of waiting on the different 
mashes or recipes to distill, he started looking for new tastes by just baking breads, uh, which I don't really know how that how accurate that actually, would be. It's an interesting idea. Not sure. Anyway, that made him settle on um, his current recipe, which took him completely away from rye. And for those of you that have learned anything from us or know anything about whiskey, is rye is typically a major player, if not the major player, in bourbon whiskeys. Um, whether it's the majority or not the majority, he ended up going with, am I wrong? Right. It's yes. never the majority. It's never uh, in the majority. Uh, only if it's a straight rye whiskey. Okay. Right. Well, so there if we it's go. a straight rye whiskey, it'll be 51% or more. Typically it's corn 51% or more. That's for a how bourbon. Yeah. For a bourbon. This is why I'm here guys. For those yep, of you that are driving, it. listening to this, you're, right. you're, you're, that are as dumb you're, as me. you're going in the right direction. Anyway, he finds not only just, I find this funny. He didn't find just a wheat or a winter wheat or a red winter wheat he found a soft red right, right, winter right. wheat that now is the predominant player in said whiskey so if i off air you said that there was no there's no rye zero in this rye. mash bill so 70 percent corn and then it's uh 16 of your soft red winter wheat sir soft. and 14 percent of malted barley so, so many soft it's important jokes, to have, sir. It's, it's important to have that in there but uh, yeah, so that's the mash bill. That's your 70, 16, 14 mash bill. And then they say it's a six-year or seven-year bourbon. So typically age for at least six years, which is pretty good. And at a uh, 90% or I'm sorry, 45% alcohol volume. So 90 proof is kind of where it comes in. So it's, it's all pretty good pour there, buddy. softer side. I just realized how much whiskey I poured myself. Yeah, was huge. Good Lord. Well, those glasses are really tall. It's 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 misleading. Oh, My man. This I'll is... give you the little one next time. Yeah, I need a thimble next time or something. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so I, I did my dry tasting or, uh, excuse me, my neat tasting for those of you out there that are uh, whatever verbiage jerks. Um See? So the, TFG. The four, God, I need that. Yep. The, That's so the four, not the four, the lone horseman that we had? Uh, no, the horse soldier. The horse soldier. soldier, sorry. The horse soldier. Lone horse. Uh, and what did we, we did another episode recently that you brought. The, 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 what, what did I do? I did uh red breast. So the red breast and the uh, horseman wrong that neat. Uh, no, had much less initial... Oh taste and bite like yeah. this has a this has a bite that as soon as you take it it's alcohol it yeah it hits you i agree and it stays that is uh i haven't had a drink in 12 seconds and my throat is still burning yeah my tongue's still not, not horrible but it's burning yeah and that was neat and that was have neat. you done anything in, on the ice yet no not on the ice so yeah on the neat in the smell that we kind of talked about I guess on my nose, the, the initial nose was the was the ethanol, the alcohol, right? That's all I could really smell. Then it softened up a little bit, and and red apple, crisp red apples is really kind of what I smelt in there. And then when I tasted it, it was spicy and cinnamony, and burned from my palate all the way down the throat. And give that warm in the in the mm. in the esophagus down into the belly. This would have been a good good a week ago. Yeah, when it was minus four. It was whatever. It got to. Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Oh yeah, I That's forgot right. this oh, fucking this guy. guy I live on a golf Hold on. course. Hold on. Let, let, let me give the flex for JJ. He doesn't say because I know how humble he is. Yes. Not only does he live on a golf course, the worst frigging cold front in Texas in a hundred years. 
I was in Hawaii. Was it cold here? I didn't know. Asshole. <laughs> dick. <laughs> what a... Okay. What but do yes, you taste? It was. Jake? It was minus four. Yeah. Got to minus four Wednesday morning. That's you insane. couldn't open the gym back door because there was too much snow on the ground. Fact. And the hinges were frozen shut. That's a fact. Those are those are interesting facts. What did you taste? Um, so the taste in the neat, it was like, we talked about it. It's like, I tasted, I got some, like the smell, the caramel, That's man, great. this is, it's, it's alcohol. Uh, I mean, I hate to say it that way. It's, it's not bad. I just, I wouldn't drink this. God, neat. you're such an elitist. I, no, I don't I, like, it's I, not a I, joke. I wouldn't drink it neat either. I, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things. Like I, like I prefer honestly, all of my whiskeys with a little bit of ice. I okay. like, I'm, that's me. That's like fair. Johnny blue and everything else. I want a little bit of ice in there to open it up. I feel it's got a little bit fla- better flavors okay. for the most part. The red breast last week or whenever we recorded that, like, yeah, I would drink that neat. And okay. in fact, I have drinking that neat, so, but like this one, man, it's, it's just a lot of alcohol. It feels like it's, it's maybe it's flashbacks to drinking and all that stuff for me, God, but you have too many flashbacks. You can get that checked out. <laughs> no, I, I know. I just drank a lot like when I was young. Lot. There's like, yeah, a lot of flashbacks. No, like you're bringing back the things I used to do with shots. If you bring Jägermeister, I'm out. That's well, I'm, I'm sorry done. that I'm 32 and, and um, back then was still only not that far away. Yeah. I'm, I'm in on Jaeger to this day still. Especially if it's in one of those chill machines. This is no. also a man with five children. Just so oh, there's a reason why he has five children. I, I mean, think. Yeah, but that, that was the thing. Like my whole twenties were, I'll have a beer and a shot. That was always it, and it was a Miller Lite and a shot of Jaeger, and it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was all the time. So you got that me was how for we that. Started like that's it, it, but a beer and a, and a shot of Jameson is beer what and I started. A shot. Like that's what I did too. Like that was our twenties, but man, we did so many back when it got really popular. Jaeger bombs, like the Red Bull and Jaeger, mm. and then there was Tuaka, which I Come don't on. like. Tuaka, I right can't do either. Too. I've got no problem, you know, Jaeger bomb, two, three Jaeger bombs, okay. but like, but like, if somebody is like, "Hey, I'm going to the liquor store," even for your birthday party last year, okay. like if somebody's like, "Hey, I'm going to the liquor store," do you want to get like, is there any specific liquor? Jaeger is so far down the list yeah, of the no, things that I'm even thinking about. It's got a, the environment has to be there. Yeah, but that that's the cart preceding the horse. You don't know what the environment's going to be, and is it the Jaeger that creates the environment, no, or does no, the environment no. create the? To Jaeger? me, no. To me, it's not that you're really going to ever catch me in this environment again. But no, to me, it's nighttime in some bar somewhere is when I'm getting into a Jaeger. God, I just didn't. I mean, dude, I, like man, I, I, I thought I'd gotten past it. I was in Atlanta teaching and we went to my uh, I might have to do this for an episode. Buddy of mine. No, I like it literally trampolines me. Here like you it, here's, here's, here's what's perfect. Here's what's going back again. He's having these flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. Well, serious we should do this, I might. Yeah. Like I might have some PTSD from drinking. There's like, possible. There, look, we could do it Jaeger Jaeger shot. Then we could try Jaeger bomb and like Guinness. And then we can try Red Bull and vodka. Dude, you go literally do the hit, whole gambit. God, no. If there's any therapists out there that are listening that want to come on this and have whiskey with us and also possibly like dissect what's wrong that with that is JJ. Jaeger bomb, right? Isn't that yeah. Guinness? Yeah. Right. No, no, Jaeger bomb no. is uh, Red Bull. So it's Red Bull. Red Bull. Uh, All right, old Jaeger. men. Jaeger bomb is any Jaeger dropped into an energy drink. A. Uh, yes. That's what I said, Red Bull. Red What's Bull. the one with the Guinness then when you it is drop a, a, I'll like think a shot of it, Jameson, right? It's, I'll think of it as Irish Car Bomb. Yeah. Is that it? That's there's it. that, it's and then there's also... I don't know if it's that. Let me look this shit up. You look it up. Anyway. I love those. What was your... That I agree I'm with. Fasc- I'll go back on that one. I'm fa- a Boilermaker. I'm fascinated. That's a beer. But, That's a straight beer and whiskey. I thought that Jaeger had something if you want really, If you want to go into a really dark place with all of this, Here we go. a flaming Dr. Pepper. 
Oh, yeah, those are good. Yeah, those are freaking brilliant. They taste like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, man. I drank a lot of those and what? almost burned my freaking house down in college. <laughs> you and Homeboy over there uh, that created this whiskey. So the actually the top of the bottle, now that I'm remember, remembering it, the, the <laughs> wife of um, Bill, old Bill, uh, that created the whiskey, his wife Margie created the – uh, well, not only the wax, but then every Maker's Mark bottle is that kind of patented fat bottom, skinny, long top. And she came up, how bored do you have to be in a wooden log house to think I'm going to take a bottle and dip it? That was it. like in the 80s, though. That's not, no, he no. said 50s. 50, 50, 53 is when the Maker's Distillery started. That's right, dist- but that's not Maker's Mark. Didn't start till 80s, 90s, well, no, no, no. 70s. So, so the Maker's Mark Distillery has been around since 53, and they've, right. made, they've made other whiskeys, right? right? Other bourbons. And then in 2010 is when the Maker's 46 line had been okay, created. Okay, so the, this design has been there since the 50s. So instead of a, a long no. cabin, it was yeah, no, been, yes, not that. Does that's this that, design has been around since the 50s? That, they're taught no. That's not what he said. He said he that said it's been makers, around since the fifties. The, the distillery. That, but the, what happens is distilleries make things like like all of. And I might be completely stupid with this one and be wrong, but like there are distilleries that just make whiskeys for other people because hey, they 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 do that. And like a distillery is a distillery. It's kind of like that's called sourcing. Yeah, guys, I'm aware how business works. Oh, uh, are you sure? I don't know. So he like rogue. Seem- is like a distillery and play sells rogue equipment. There you go. So they put. Right. So while you're doing that, uh, just to clear this up, <laughs> an Irish car bomb or the Irish slammer, which I kind of like that name better. Oh, yeah, it's better. Uh, it's a Dublin drop. Oh, that's a good one. That's I like good that one too. Dublin, yeah. Dublin drop. Anyway, uh, it's similar to a boiler maker, but it's made by dropping a bomb shot of Irish cream and whiskey into a glass of stout. So that's usually I'm down the Guinness. With that. And then it's like Kahlua and Jameson in. And that's super good. You're right. Yeah, I'm down with that. Evan, you were also correct. The Jaeger bomb. That's so good. Oh. It's Jaegermeister into an energy drink. And yes, that is. No, dude. That you is literally. Really? I, I kind of, of want to. Both of you? No, I didn't say anything about this. Can kindly say, get fucked. This guy's right. Oh, shit. In 1958, they started dipping this bottle. All right. There you go. So my bad. Change my story. Okay, now I'm going to go back into this, though. As growing up in Appalachia, they didn't have they had houses that were not log cabins. I was gonna amend my log cabins. I was gonna say cookie cutter nineteen fifties atomic bomb shelters. Okay, I'll give you that. Do you want to hear something interesting? She probably had a nice blue with an apron on silk dress. Like make an apple pie. Yeah, but you know how scary that is? Because all of those were like the the material the the when he burned the drapes. Like this is like a chocolate strawberry on ice. It's like a chocolate covered so strawberry. This is our say, first drink tonight, too. Chocolate covered strawberry. So you say chocolate covered strawberry. I actually, while you were going down your like deep hard on of what you smell of red apple, green apple. So the thing that popped in my head was like a a a teriyaki or like a sweet barbecue beef jerky. Oh. Like I got a sweetness, like beef jerky yeah. taste. Once I put it on ice and started sipping it a little bit, that was the closest thing, like really thinking what I it's could a get a taste carnivore. out of. I, I get it. He's just hungry. He hasn't had dinner yet. Uh, that's probably pretty true too. But uh, that was what the the taste I got out of it. That's good. Anyway, did you get anything different, JJ? Um, you know, it well. So for me, it took away the alcohol like torch, and it took sure. away a lot of the cinnamon and everything else like that. So like the subtle notes, 
in there of, again, I go back to the caramel. I guess my palate is just set for caramels. Mm. Um, and I get a little bit of that, that smoothness and that richness of that buttery flavor, I guess, is is for me. I don't get I any could, of that. I could see some butter yeah. being thrown around. Like, I could see some oh, butter yeah. tasting in there. Yeah. What? Um, Hold on. Okay. Skittle bomb. Dude, we're not going down. We'll have a dude. Mark it this down right now. This I haven't whiskey. even read it yet. Mark it down. I haven't even read it yet. We probably all have had it. He's no, going to have a flashback. You definitely haven't to had it. this one. Guaranteed has a flashback to it. It's a shot of Cointreau, an orange liquor. Cointreau, yeah. Cointreau, an orange liquor. And you drop that into a Red Bull and slam it. Just this like just sounds bomb. like a massive yeah, but stomach ache. Yeah, bomb. but isn't Cointreau, the Cointreau is not, not that potent of a liquor, right? I don't know. I didn't think, because they use that if in, um, look, we will, oh God, he's going to, we will visit, mark my words, we will visit a bomb episode. Oh yes. God, no. And we'll have, we'll pick two to three bombs that uh, we, we got, do. There's got to be a lot more people here for that one. Though. Right, look, look, logistics, we'll get there. I'm an idea man, okay? I'm coming up with the ideas. We'll get that going. But while he's checking on that, my question to you is, do you have, because we talked about this off air, like I told you that my dad, it was like Captain Morgan, my brother, it was yeah. Coors Light. Um, my dad telling me about his dad and it being like scotch at the end of every day. Same thing with my mom and her dad. Um, <laughs> We're talking about generational alcoholism. <laughs> well, I mean, look, a little bit, but either neither here nor there. Do you remember like your dad or your family or your parents or even your like I am no longer a child. Oh, yeah. I'm an adult. So I mean we kind of had that discussion with one of the with the um with the Johnny Blue and then the Red Breast. So both of mine have been in similar veins, thought processes. Um really so like I can tell you like the high dollar thing that you talk about with your brother moving from natural light to, to Coors Light. So my dad God, I thought that was the biggest jump ever when I was there. Like, no. I thought it was the biggest jump. Mine mine was my when my dad my dad would drink Bud Light and and he did Miller High Life for a long time. Bull. They, yeah. Well, it's West Virginia. Uh, and then he was like, that stuff just messed me up and and he couldn't do it anymore. So he did Bud Light. So growing up, like I can't afford Bud Light. That's ten bucks, and we thought we were really doing big when it, when I graduated um, college, undergrad. We did um, we had a block party, and there was like five of us graduating in this these two apartment complexes. And um, um, the um, we got kegs, and the first two kegs we got Bud Light kegs because we were graduating, and it's high dollar. And, like we were doing that one, it was like fifty five bucks a keg, but that's. 20 some years ago too. So then everything else, cause we went back through, we got two kegs in the beginning and then somebody drove us down we got two more kegs and then we went through two more kegs. Uh, we made a lot of money for that keg party. Good that for was, you. That was a good time. All for right. A lot of money for college kids. Anyway. So Ryan and your infinite backwoods, Pennsylvania firehouse. Do you remember ever changing a drink or, or somebody around your, your dad, I mean, you've had that special relationship with your dad. Do you remember like, man, I guess connecting, if you will, alcoholic drink to a older figure than you and be like, they're an adult because that connection. No, no. Most of our, um, and actually that, cause I'm like, I think about our holidays now with my family that's around here right. and we're always drinking. <laughs> that's why we created a podcast called yeah. Whiskey Fit. Um, and no, so I, I felt like growing up, the holidays, we didn't drink. My, my, and we'll get into this in another episode, but 
my dad really didn't drink. Um, we're going to get into that episode, but uh, he didn't drink really. My mom did not and really does not drink. In fact, she's coming tomorrow to spend four days with us, and I'll probably offer her a whiskey or a wine or something get at some point, and I'm not sure she'll even You're going to get the early drink. morning shakes? Oh, that's uh, bad. No, Man, no, I think I'll be okay. He's, get, he's getting his fix in now. Yeah. I'll be fine. It's a great Whiskey Meyer song called Early Morning Yeah, Shakes. I don't know that one. I just know that one Taco Bell song, which... That's by Co Wetzel. Yeah, and that's so stupid. But anyway, you need to really expand your... Um, I have no clue with the, any of the words that just came out of your mouth. Don't even worry about your it. time, Gigi, I promise. Go listen to Co Wetzel. But, but no, so... Um, no, really growing up, I had, I think, I felt like one uncle that maybe drank beers or whatever, and he drank Budweiser. Um, but no, no, we didn't have that. All right. I, maybe... I don't know. Maybe it was just because it was more prevalent, but I found that interesting and when I brought it, but we don't have to dwell on that too much. You've had it. So we've had it on ice. Yeah. We've had it neat. I think the consensus was neat. This was not so that great, but we will do our, our patented. You get 30 to 45 seconds. JJ, you're talking to a random person on the side of the street about Maker's Mark. Go. If it's the best thing they have, drink it. Does that make sense? It's like yeah. if you're if you're yeah. at a bar and it's, it's cheap, it's that get it on ice. Just have a glass of it. If you have to have your drink, if you want to have that type of, there, there's times and places where you got to have something in your hand and you don't like you don't trust the taps or you don't trust this or that or the other thing. Like they have crappy beers or mm-hmm. whatever. Just get you a, get you a Maker's Mark on the rocks and it's going to be quality. It's that's that's it is. It's a good it's a good drink. Okay, so I'm I'm a. Um, I'm into history and I'm into longevity and I'm into the American way, I guess, on things. And it's it's a distiller that's been around for almost 80 years now. So with that and a little bit of experience that I have drinking whiskeys and scotches, I, I quite enjoyed it. I would not recommend it to a brand new whiskey drinker. Hey, I'm just getting into whiskey. What should I try? This is not one that I would start them on. Uh, I would let them taste their palate on other things like our... TXs or Basil Haydens or mm-hmm. uh, Four oh, Roses, like a Four mm-hmm. Rose would be something great. Anyway, um, we need to do Basil. Hayden. So this is one that that I wouldn't start somebody brand new on, but after they had moistened their palate for a few months and got into some different whiskeys, I would I would recommend it on the rocks for sure. Yep. I'm gonna let the f- listeners out there figure out what moisten your palate means. Uh, the less like right off the, the lesser connoisseur, I would say. To somebody that was drinking it, asking about Maker's Mark, um, if you have basically run the gamut um, or you've tasted the Evan Williams, the Jack Daniels uh, bourbons, and you believe you those are too sweet for you, um, this is on its level, but it's less sweet, so it's not a bad. If you're somebody that's like, hey, I want to get away from Jack and Coke or something like that, and I want to get to a whiskey that's a little less sweet, but that's not super woody or super tobacco-y tasting, uh, or even high end for that matter. I'd say this wouldn't be a bad one to throw. I, don't know, I, I would almost go against you on that one a little bit. I think that's a great entry type of like for somebody that that's moving out of like the, 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 Hey, let's do shots mm-hmm. type of whiskey drinker into a drinking thing. There's a lot of alcohol in there or there's not a lot of alcohol in there. It's only 90, it's only 90 proof. There's just a lot of there's not a lot of text. ethanol or alcohol, there's right? Not, it's, but a, it's, it's like the I, no, that's all. Like, I, I agree, and I see it to an extent. It's like all right, so like somebody that's moving moving towards that from the hey, we're gonna do shots. That's what I, that's how I drink that, whiskey. That might be a little in, different. In, I, like I guess I was it. thinking more of Alyssa. Yeah, like I was no. thinking more of Alyssa when she first started drinking whiskey with me. If I'd have given her this first, yeah, she that would have been not have drinking it. No, this is definitely something that. 
you got to know what you're looking for, yeah. or you got to think that it's a super adult drink and that you just go for it. That's probably uh, a good way too. I know. I like. I just. In my opinion is it's you go for it in the bar and yeah. it's like, oh, try yeah. it there. I literally did that this past weekend. Yeah, we it was did. we walked up and I didn't really want to read all the menu. I wanted something in my hand. I said a maker's mark, and then we started diving into something else. But and I did want to read everything and see yeah. all of them and experience them. God, did there's I a, it took me fifteen. We need to take order. we need to take a road trip. <laughs> there is a place in Atlanta that a buddy of mine took me to. And they literally have one of the most eclectic scotch lists that I've ever seen in my life. And it is one of those, it's a sticky floor bar, uh, Irish pub, like okay. old in Marietta. Okay. It is absolutely amazing. We need to do a road trip. There's, there's uh, a, uh, are we, are we going down this rabbit hole? Just no. What's the, <laughs> what's the, um, what's it called when it's an underground place to drink? Speakeasy. Uh, speakeasy. Mm-hmm. There is a, um, speakeasy in McKinney. You're like the fourth person that's told me this in like three days. Mello, it can't be a speakeasy if everybody knows about it. Everybody knows about it. I think it's called Room 111. It's in McKinney. We need to go. But anyway, right, that's another day. On that note, speakeasy, it doesn't exist. I'm sorry if it, you're trying to keep it. Room 111. No, no. Whatever. It's not real. Anyway, no. till next time. Room 112 is. Yeah. Ask R. Kelly. He'll tell you. <laughs> Whiskey Fit signing off. What a shit show. <laughs>